This episode is about creation versus reaction and how to be in your inner freedom, no matter what's going on around you, and to create what you desire. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration, and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, alive now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. Hello, and welcome back to the Embody Podcast. Happy New Year! It is the first episode of the new year, 2022, and I am in my new house. I'm really happy. And um, gosh, it's like what I've wanted for myself recently is to feel stable, solid, to nourish myself, and to give myself ease and pleasure and enjoyment. And this is part of it. I, at some point... If you've been listening, you might remember this from some of the episodes. Just felt like I wanted to manifest the house that would support me in being most like myself and help me feel a lot of joy. And right after I clarified that for myself, I stumbled upon this house. And before that, I was looking for three bedroom houses. I was looking for like lots of acreage so that I could hold retreats or that I could go hiking around the area and make a big sustainable forest garden. I just had all these ideas. And it's not that I don't want those things. I can create a different version of those things here. I have about half an acre here. And a, and a very small house. It's two bedrooms. It's 888 square feet. I love 888. It's just um, like triple infinity and really auspicious number for me. So it was just cool that right after I clarified the purpose for a space and a move, the right house seemed to come. So I got to move two days before Christmas and it was so nice to have lots of support with that, some friends, my family, and just a lot of periphery people like service workers that just were really kind to me. Everything felt like in the flow. And then when I got here, I had this sort of harsh reality of the house was incredibly dirty. There was like dog hair in the microwave and in the drawers. It was like just dirty everywhere. And so... um it's just something I wasn't expecting because living in Chicago and traveling, every time I moved to a different apartment, it was obviously I would clean it myself, but it didn't require like an extensive clean like this one did. And then the week following, I was inviting a lot of different contractors to come through the house to support me with 
different changes I needed to the house or different repairs that I knew about. And it would just like evolve from there. Different people would tell me different things. I learned some major things about the plumbing that were messed up and, you know, the water wasn't filtering through the softener. There's well water here. Different things about the ceiling and the roof and then um, about the well and the well pipe that was coming to the house, that that pipe is corroding. So there were all of these different things that potentially could have stirred me or caused me to react. And for the most part, I didn't really react in my body, which told me that I had really progressed in my own attachments and like that this was really no big deal. And I just felt completely trusting that I would manifest the money I needed or the right people to support me and that it's all okay. So I've gotten the chance to see myself through this where I see that I'm steady. I am steady. I am being that steadiness that I want to be and having the trust that things will come to me in the right timing and the money will come to me in the right ways or or in at times I need it. So there was one little snag though, you know, despite having to have evacuated my house and there were three gas leaks and, you know, someone telling me my plumbing was all weird and had to be completely redone. All these things that were seemingly big. The one thing that felt a little bit bigger or felt connected to something that I needed to see was that I had described it earlier, the well pipe. The pipe from the well to the house is corroding. And I found out from the well guy that he had serviced the house six months ago and put dressers on it. They're like band-aids or braces that that repair the sections that were corroded. So they basically had a flood in the front yard. And they put three of these dressers on it and Supposedly, it would be fine after that, and it seemed fine. But that is something that, uh, from what I'm learning, is supposed to be disclosed in the seller's disclosure and the in the contract, etc. If there's any adverse conditions, if there are any things that have happened in the history of the house, particularly in this case the well and the well system, then it needs to be reported and possibly part of the negotiations. So I don't know the law, but I it's been so interesting to go through and talk to my agent and talk to different people about it. And then I eventually talked to two lawyers about it. So both the lawyers said I had a case and that I could go and write a letter to them and demand some money. And I was just processing that for myself, like, do I want to go through this process? Something about this feels stressful. And it's not the the pipe itself. It felt like it's because I felt like they, the sellers possibly lied about this or omitted the information purposely. I think people do that all the time with houses, but it, for me, it doesn't feel good. And I heard myself say it out loud that it's because they lied and I don't like it. It's not about the money. It's not about the pipe. It's about them having lied. And so to me, that was a signal that I was reacting to something going on in me that is attached to honesty 
and that is attached to maybe getting hurt through lies or from a lie. And when I heard myself say that out loud, I felt, oh, this makes sense. There's something in my father's side, the ancestry, where um, there, there were there are probably multiple lies around money and it created a divide and it created a lot of hurt between family members. And I feel like my father was involved in that. I don't really know the full truth, but it hurt. And I can see the hurt that was involved in my in other people in my family. And as I'm saying it, I feel a little bit tender about it. So to me, it feels like this led me to this piece of hurt and this attachment to honesty. And, you know, if I, as I step back, it's not like I'm saying that people shouldn't be honest or that people shouldn't lie even. I think that we can use all ways of being at different times and they serve different purposes. Some of them are necessary and some of them support us and some of them don't. But it feels like if I'm going after some money in for retribution of this lie, this omission, is this really the, who, who am I being there and who do I wanna be? And when I look from farther back, what I really want for myself is to feel peace and to feel settled going back to my original intention of having this house and to feel the trust that everything I need will come to me. And this is part of it. Like, this is what I needed. I need to see this part of me. But I don't necessarily need to duke it out with these people or, or like take it too far, I think. In some cases, that might be necessary for me or for you if you're experiencing something and you need to fight for something or follow through and um, hold someone accountable. That might be a necessary action and experience to have. And in this case, it doesn't feel that way for me. It feels like, yes, I can ask. I can have my agent write a letter and let them know that it is by law that they should have disclosed this. There might be a gray zone, but it might have affected our negotiations. And could you give some money in concessions to support this? I could ask for that. And I feel like I might after I get a quote for how much the the pipe, changing out the pipe would be. And then it feels like I probably won't go too much farther with it because that experience would be more so for the justice of someone having lied and hanging on to that rather than having joy and feeling the trust that I want. This leads me to the topic of the day, which is creating versus reacting. Years ago, I remember hearing things from self-help people or people who like to manifest things that you create your reality. You create your reality. You can choose how you feel. And I never understood it at that time. It felt like, no, I can't choose how I feel. I feel how I feel. And it's not something I can control, nor do I want to, because I spent so much time in my life controlling how I felt for survival. Like, 
not feeling my feelings because it would be dangerous to feel them. It would feel scary or it would be, I would somehow be an experience where I'd be punished in my relationships, in my family for feeling. Um, as I'm talking, just a giant gust of wind is passing through and the spruce tree right outside the house, it's just flailing around. It's so pretty. There's snow around me and it's very still and quiet out here. I found a place that is across the street from a beautiful golf course and it's next to like three big um, recreational parks or state parks and it's a dirt road so it's like peaceful and not many people move through it's just settled so I wanted to share a bit of my surroundings with you and the energy that's around me okay well I lost where I was going yeah, so I never understood like how I could choose my emotions or choose my experience. Essentially, I didn't really understand how to create, as in create my experience, not like create an, a piece of artwork, but create the moment-to-moment -moment lived experience. I, looking back, think I felt really victim to my emotions. I felt really victim to the experiences that had happened to me. And they were, I was stuck in time in those experiences where the full movement through those emotions and movements of the body and visceral reactions got interrupted. So I was essentially left there in the middle of those traumatic experiences of my childhood, as well as of past lives, of pieces of things that have connected down into my, through my ancestry to me or with me, living in my body, living in my energy. And so it felt like the momentum of those hurts and wounds was so big. I was so identified with them because there's something instinctually that I needed to process and reclaim in myself to, to be able to move through those feelings and move through anger, move through hurt, to come back to loving, come back to all the ways I can feel. And I had to let those feelings come through. So to create my reality, to create or to choose my feelings was like, seemed like the opposite of what I needed to do. And it seemed so foreign to me to think I could even choose it. That those feelings that already happened were lodged somewhere in my body or in my energy field, like they had to go somewhere because I didn't know how to digest them. And so to create my reality felt like, that's ignoring the reality that's happening. But now where I am today, looking back and looking forward, I can see and feel in my body that I'm not having the reactions I used to have, even to things that in the past I would have had a reaction or felt triggered. Now I just 
see them more neutrally. And I feel like I have a choice to create what I want to feel in that moment, even with something that might have been uncomfortable in the past, even when that's happening. It's the kind of experience where I want to feel truly liberated from being subject to the world around me, subject to other people, dependent on the outer experience to be a certain way for me to feel a certain way. Just like, uh, you know, there's a piece of me that's still dependent on the sellers of this house having been honest for me to feel okay about it. Um, which I can feel both. Like I, there's that part of me and then there's a part of me that says, you don't need that. You can be free and feel good and joyful without, without them being honest with their lying with, and I don't know if they lied, but um, that's the story. So I'm working on disconnecting from feeling freer from that need and forgiving myself for that need for them to be honest need for them to have done this differently and that i can still have everything i need now without having that honesty that to me feels like if I step into that more, that I'm creating what I want to feel and creating the next moment of my reality versus reacting to the past reality, reacting to some experience that wounded me that is still incomplete and trying to complete it from there rather than just going directly for what I'm after now in my life or what I want to feel right now. So when I had all this trauma living in my body, and I'll be more specific because we use that word very lightly now, or we use it for things that are upsetting. We use it for things that were wounding to us. And what I'm really referring to are the experiences that were overwhelming to my body and nervous system or my spirit that were incomplete, that were interrupted and needed some completion rather than talking about just like specific specific things that a lot of people might find upsetting that that would be traumatic or a trauma. It's specific to what was overwhelming to me and my system or to you and your system, to your body's system. So I had so much trauma that I, I had to face it and I had to move through it so that that the momentum of that wasn't so big. The density of that became lighter and I found this space where there's more freedom from those meanings, from those beliefs, from those wounds and hurt and reactions where I sometimes just feel free of it or like that, not free of it, but feel free and nothing's really causing me to react, 
even in situations where other people might or I might have in the past. Or I do see some subtle reaction or even a big one emotionally. And I'm aware that there's two possibilities or more that like one, I can follow through with the feeling, complete that in the real life or just do it inside of me and then create the next feeling, create the feeling I want to have now. So I really wanted to share this today in the new year, the concept or the experience of creating versus reacting and to truly define what creating is and understand reacting not as a bad thing, but as a part of the experiences that support us in more creating, support us in waking up the part of us that was unconscious or unseen. It's like shining a light on that when we have a reaction, oh, there it is, there's something there, something I need to see. And then being with that, not resisting that, But while you're in it and feeling through it, you can still hold your steadiness if it's possible or begin to move in that direction with supporting more safety in your body and your nervous system. That there can be an inner experience of what you desire for yourself and the reaction you might be having. And then coming to feeling into the energy of who you desire to be or feel in the now. So I guess that's the choosing how you feel part. And there's both, you know, there's the choosing how you feel and there's any reaction if you had any. And attention, it can be worthy to Give some attention to both. Can be worthy to not give attention to the part of you that had the reaction. And to me, it really depends on how strong that reaction is, how much it's calling to me, and what it needs. If it's lighter, sometimes I just need to acknowledge it and focus where I want to focus. And not spend my energy doing the healing, but spending my energy being and fortifying the, the vibration or the energy that I am now. So creation is dreaming up of who you want to be, how you want to feel at its um, simplest and most essential feeling. Yes, we might want things like we want a relationship or we want a car or we want a job that fulfills us. But to get to the more essential part is to say, what would getting that job, what feeling would that give me? Satisfaction, value, joy, connection or collaboration, whatever it is, those are the essential feelings. And if you feel into those and open those up now and feel worthy of feeling that way 
receiving what might come that could support you in feeling that way or that could, I want to erase that, not support you in feeling that way. So you could see it that way, but that are one hand in hand with feeling that way. That when you feel into those feelings, everything that matches that feeling that's for you will come and is here and is coming. And to stay in that energy, that vibration, that's creation. This creation in this moment. And then it compels the next moment. It creates a momentum that allows the next moment of what wants to match up with you, what already matches up with you to arrive and for you to receive it and to interact with it. So it's a real chance to envision exactly what you want to feel and how it might look, but not get too attached to the format in which it looks. But sometimes it's helpful to get some specifics and then detach from it and stay with the feeling. The feeling, the felt sense, the sensations in your body, the way your body opens up or breathes, the warmth you might feel or the colors you might see, the freedom inside. And to be over and over and over again with that feeling. And that's part of what I was feeling with learning about all these quote unquote problems with my house or need for repairs or fixes. So I was like, oh, okay, there's that, there's that, there's that. And I'm still feeling at peace. I'm still feeling joy and good and also focusing on the the beauty in the house. And now looking back and as I'm talking, I remember seeing the dog hair everywhere and the the mess inside all the cabinets and feeling like, whoa, I'm really far off from, like this is disappointing me or, or upsetting me so much. I want to refocus on the good stuff. And I never quite got to the bottom of my reaction, like why or what, where it was coming from in me. But for that one, it felt like I didn't need to know. And I, it was an exercise in coming back to having my attention be on the pleasure and the good. I just got this house, like what a great present for the holidays. So creating, no matter what might be going on around you, no matter how other people are, that might cause you to react a certain way. Yes, if you have a reaction, honor it and do what's needed. And you might see that it needs a lot or needs a little. And then to come back to creating and what you want to feel right now and vibing with that, um, fortifying that, marinating in it and soaking and basking in the good feelings that are right here and that you can feel no matter what's going on no matter how other people act or what happened in the world. And it's not to ignore what's happening, it's to be able to see it and find your own feeling, what you want to experience, even so. But 
also not another reason to be critical if you can't do it or hard on yourself. It's just an invitation. So I hope this serves you well. Oh, one more thought. Sometimes it may feel like thoughts or beliefs you might have are true, but they might not serve you. I think the best way I can explain for the situation that I'm having as far as the lying and the well pipe or, you know, the omission of that information is that, yeah, it might be right for them to be liable or accountable for having omitted that information. And in the court of law, it is, it says that according to these two lawyers, um, might be the right thing to do is have that justice or like put accountability where it needs to be. But does it serve me? Does it serve me today for what I desire and who I am today? And that's where I felt like it doesn't, it serves me to an extent and that's it. So you might ask yourself that, you know, are there ways that you might have done certain things or thoughts that you have that are could possibly be right and true, but they don't bring you the love you want to feel or the peace that you want to feel, the joy or what you want to feel in your life. You might want to feel justice or you might want to feel anger or retribution that's okay too, but what do you want to feel? And does this experience or this action or this thought that you're having, does it support you in feeling that now? That's where what might be logical to the mind or to society or to most people might not be the most logical thing for you or might not be the most sensible thing for you or the most aligned thing for you. So really being in creation and alignment is to drop all the things that you might mentally rationalize your way into and just say what feels most right for me and for what I desire. So that's it for today. Thanks so much for joining me and for following along with me. Gosh, in about three weeks, it's going to be the fourth. Is it the fourth anniversary? Yeah. Four years of the podcast. We started in 2017 and here we are, 2022. Does that add up? (laughs) Can't do the math. Oh yeah. It's been four years and it's moving into the fifth whoa. Okay. I literally had to stop recording and do the math. No, it's five years. The The podcast will be five years old. Wow. That's a whole hand. <laughs> Thanks for being there. Thanks for encouraging me and sharing with me your reactions and enjoying this with me or not enjoying it and letting me know and challenging me. I I'm so grateful that you're out there and listening and um, it's just made this whole experience really wonderful. Thank you so much for listening and um, see you next time on the Embody Podcast.
If you want to send a donation or a contribution to the podcast, feel free to go to my page, candicewoo.com slash support, where you can find some options for that, or just send me a Venmo at candice-woo-2. And the last four digits of my phone number are 5001 for Venmo. That's if you're in the U.S. And if you're not in the U.S., um, you can use Revolut, you can reach out to me, or you can use my website. Thank you again. See you next time on the Embody Podcast.